0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Morning. Uh, cloudy, wet day today, 50 degrees right now in Jackson, and periods of rain off and on throughout the day. By sunset, the rain should end.
1: Okay, sounds good. I guess we can deal with it. We've had a few beautiful days in mm-hmm. a row.
0: Yeah. Got uh, free shred day today. Nice. American One Credit Union offering uh, shredding for free, and they're doing that at the uh, Westwood Mall Outside or inside? Uh, I think outside. Free, open to all from 4 to 6 p.m. So come by with your uh, documents and watch them get shredded. Also, it's the Ride of Silence Cascade Cycling Club hosting the Ride of Silence bicycle clubs all throughout the country. Do this on the third Wednesday of May, and that's today. People are invited to meet at Horace Blackman Park at 6.30 and the ride will start at 7, a, a short ride, I think uh, three miles through the city to call attention to the fact that bicyclists are, um, well, they're allowed to share the road.
1: Yeah, and uh, there've been tragedies in Michigan over the years, of course, the uh, the large one in the Kalamazoo area a few years ago. So yeah, give. Uh, there's a lot of bikers in this community, so make sure you share the road, that's for sure. And you are one of those. <laughs> Bicyclists. Yes. Correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, all bicyclists have noticed a uh, huge increase in distracted driving. A lot of people are uh, texting and driving. Yeah, and it's,
1: yeah, be careful out there for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. The time it takes to look down at your phone, brief two seconds, your car travels the length of a football field. Well, depending
1: so, on how fast you're going. Typically. Well, yes, typically. But the moral of the story is no distracted driving, please, please. Um, I can't wait to get to this news any longer. Um, Coca-Cola is coming out with a new beverage. Oh really? Yes. Yes. Fresca inspired alcohol. Hmm. How do you, how do you feel about that? They are going to introduce hard Fresca. Fresca mixed is expected to launch this year and we'll start with cocktails inspired by recipes from people around the world who use Fresca as a mixer. So I think that's pretty good. I know a lot of people who use Fresca as a mixer.
0: I think a lot of people f- use uh, Fresca. I think that's what
1: it is. It's a mixer. It's a mixer. About, like, the Fresca commercials and they're dancing. Yeah, and they're the yeah. yeah. Fresca. So um, they'll probably be vodka flavored mostly and uh, maybe some lemonade, maybe some cranberry juice. Sounds good.
0: Yeah, allegedly Fresca has different versions, but I've yet to find any but the main one I love Fresca. I do too, but there's just the one Fresca. Coca-Cola has been busy uh, messing with their formula and uh, adding flavors like coffee, uh, and just That's make too Coke. Much.
1: Just make the Coke. Yeah, it's too much. I, yeah. Yeah. Just, just make the Coke. Just make the Coke. But Fresca is delicious, and you know, LaCroix and all these mm-hmm. zero-calorie flavored waters. Well. Uh, Fresca. Zero calorie flavored. It says sparkling water right on the can. It's
0: soda. No no. Sparkling. (laughs) It says sparkling soda. It's a it's a it's a gimmick. It's actually soda and they call it sparkling water and they put uh, sweetness level high bubbly level high It's soda. Whatever it is. It's
1: uh, it's delicious. Mm
0: -hmm. The uh Midterm uh, primaries held in several states uh, last night. We still don't know if Dr. Oz won the uh, Republican primary. i it's so just, close. You
1: know, glad that he ran for uh, office so I could know what his first name was.
0: Mehmet. Mehmet, just Mehmet. like O'Kerr. One of our favorite uh-huh. favorite pistons of all yeah. times. Mehmet O'Kerr. <laughs> there are people in this country who actually thought Dr. Oz was running against Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's not running. But he doctor, should. He should. He'd oh, beat. I, oh, Dr. Phil, Dr. Would Phil beat Dr. Would Oz win in, win in hands down. Beat. But uh, Dr. Oz it turns out I didn't know this, but he said if he wins, he would uh, renounce his Turkish citizenship. Did you know you can be? He's got dual citizenship in the United States and Turkey. Really?
1: Yeah. How's that possible? I, I don't know. Only Dr. Oz.
0: Also, um, Madison Cawthorn uh, will just be a one-term congressman and he of course has been plagued by um, well everything pretty much he's had uh, a rough year but no more did uh, someone
1: who won their primary last night had a had a stroke a couple days ago <laughs> yes. and then wasn't able to accept and, and his wife yeah. accepted the nomination
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, lieutenant governor john fetterman a very popular figure in pennsylvania big guy uh, six foot eight had a stroke on Friday. Uh, they didn't reveal it till Sunday. And he's in the hospital, and mm-hmm. he's he's still one. That's how popular he is. Yeah, so. yeah
1: and his uh, his wife made a great speech, and uh, yeah. yeah, they were cheering. Called it hey.
0: non-life-threatening stroke oh, because good. he's still
1: alive. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Hopefully he recovers yep. uh, quickly. Um, Nixon Pool is opening this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a while. The last two years. It's amazing, there? yeah. So yeah. Um, it's going to open, and the dates are june 20th to august 20th now brandon listen carefully sessions will be monday through saturday 11 a.m to 2 p.m and 2 15 to 5 15 p.m monday through thursday they're going to have an evening session from 5 30 to 7 p.m all babies must wear (laughs) a swim diaper
0: oh there's such a thing
1: yeah there's a swim diaper um Please wear the swim diaper because <laughs> they have to close the pool when, you know, it happens. And it does happen in, mm-hmm. in the pool. But
0: yes, when that happens, the pool gets closed and everybody evacuates. Yeah. And uh, no one's happy.
1: I grew up at the Ellis pool in the summer. I feel like it was just so, you know, so fun. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a big, big summer at Nixon and um should be fun. I know um, Hometown Convenience is excited to have Nick Nixon uh, back open. Bob and staff at uh, the store are excited to be able to serve those guests back in the park again.
0: Yes, and they, um, they have a whole new uh, catering. Yes, absolutely, there. Yep.
1: it's a great place, hometown, well. hometown Convenience.
0: A couple of COVID notes, uh, President Biden yesterday said uh, people will be able to get free COVID tests again, and now they're gonna let you get eight because people thought four weren't enough. And the FDA authorized boosters of the Pfizer COVID vaccine for children between the ages of five and 11. Parents of children under age five are still saying, where's our vaccine? And we don't know. It could be, they say now Hmm. June or July, but the uh, odd man out, definitely kids under the age of five. Only um, 30% of... uh, children, five to 11, have gotten the first two shots.
1: That's about right, I think.
0: I was in uh, Florida, as you know, and you know what's really popular in Florida besides Coke and um, controversies? Hmm. Duke's Mayonnaise. It's huge in the South. Everybody eats it on everything. And uh, Duke's Mayonnaise offered um, free tattoos as long as you got Duke's Mayonnaise as part of the tattoo. That's cool. Yeah. So, in Richmond, Virginia at their headquarters, they offered free Dukes themed ink and they had 70 people come in for uh, free tats. those with mail coming (laughs) out of it. There were some rules. Uh, You had to use one of the um, uh, Dukes tattoo uh, designs. You couldn't come up with your own and it had to be either on your arm or your leg. That's weird. Yeah. I guess there's other parts of the body. Oh, no, that's a up. nice one. Yeah. they uh, Duke's Mayo, I mean, they sponsor a
1: bowl game. Yeah. The They're Duke's, big time. They Duke's. are big in uh, pimento cheese. Yes. Big into pimento cheese mm-hmm. if, um, if you're a pimento cheese fan. Mm-hmm. And Would you do it? No. Huh. No, I'd get a, uh, no, I wouldn't do anything like that. That's so stupid. <laughs> Who could like mayonnaise that much?
0: When we were in uh, Florida, we saw a, a tattoo shop with I thought it was a great name. It's called the Electric Chair. That's cool. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: That's very cool. Yeah. I, I love uh, nice
1: tattoos, cool tattoos. And when you see some like this that are just,
0: yeah. It's a,
1: yeah, it's kinda, a conversation. Kind of looks like a, uh, a, a mistake or something you're going to regret. One
0: more tale from the south. Please. Yes. Um, in uh, Kingsland, uh, Tennessee. There's a uh, water tower with uh, Johnny Cash painted on the side. It's his, it's his home. And uh, someone um, shot, shot it. Someone shot it. <laughs> and it appears oh, now. Oh no. Yes. That Johnny Cash um, is um, relieving himself. Wow. What a shot. Uh, the bullet struck the water tower last week right between the legs of a, a shot. Johnny Cash. And it's become a huge tourist attraction. <laughs> and they're thinking about just leaving it.
1: I think it's a, it's cool.
0: Yeah, they're losing um, wow. 30,000 gallons of water a day, but they think that's worth it for the tourism it uh, attracts. So. <laughs> wow, What I, seriously, what a shot by that was, whoever. That was a good shot. Whoever did that, that's There's amazing. Lead in the water now. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, today's show is being brought to you by Vermulan's Furniture. Now, in their
1: third generation of being family owned and operated, they pride themselves on offering quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermulan's Furniture for bringing us today's show, helping us bring you today's show. Excuse me.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're going to, um, remember the time we ordered DoorDash McDonald's? I do. On the morning show? We're going to do that again. Today? Uh, let's do it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. But, um, oh, DoorDash in Texas. We've got a Texas DoorDash story. What's the last DoorDash uh, thing you've done?
1: Well, you know, my neighbor and I have a little bit of a DoorDash competition, I huh. think. Uh, well, not competition, but, uh, um, you know, we both had two different orders of, from DoorDash visiting our neighborhood at the same time. So between two houses, four cars, DoorDash. So we have a lot of DoorDash. The last thing I DoorDash was Potbelly.
0: Mm. Um, I decided I'm going to stop doing it because the last DoorDash I got, um, the big brown paper bag, when it was delivered to me, had a big black magic marker with Bart Hawley written across the entire side of the bag. So it sat, um, at, it was Bob Evans. It saw it, it, bought it at Bob Evans. Uh, so everyone. Um, And the person door dashing, (laughs) she stopped at home to pick up her sister so she could see me.
1: (laughs) That's great. That's it. No more door dashing. I don't (sighs) know if. All right, so anyway,
0: in in, uh, Texas, um, Uh two year old um, Barrett. Golden I like this of Ricardo uh, <laughs> used his mom's phone to order 31 cheeseburg- cheeseburgers from <laughs> McDonald's. He got a hold of her unlocked phone and managed to use the DoorDash app That's to order a McDonald's delivery. She didn't. The mom didn't know she, <laughs> the kid did this until the DoorDash guy arrived That's with 31 funny. cheeseburgers. And uh, how about this? The kid gave a sixteen dollar tip. That's so funny. <laughs>
1: uh, that's funny. That's probably one of yeah. those, uh, you know, where she was upset at first, but I guarantee put down a couple of those cheeseburgers. She uh, gave them. So around. She
0: put them on. She said free cheeseburgers. I did a little Facebook post. That's very cool. Wow. The yeah. DoorDasher probably
1: thought they were going to some drunk teenager's house, but no, just the kid. Two year old. That's cool. Very cool technology. It's amazing. Art Walk is coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's happening this Friday in downtown Jackson. Join us for some uh, beautiful art, great shopping in downtown Jackson. There's never been more stores in downtown Jackson. Maybe that's not true, but it feels like it, at least in uh, our generation, Brandon. Meet your friends, grab a drink, bite to eat, enjoy a night out. Visit jacksondda.org for a list of businesses and retailers will be down here. We are, are we hosting someone at the uh, JTV building? We are,
0: who? I don't know. Zach Snyder. Of
1: course we are.
0: Z- Zach painted this mural right here.
1: Yep, so Zach will be here if you want to get a chance to meet him and uh, see some of his work. Come on down.
0: Uh, today's show is being brought to you by the Dirty Bird, one of our uh, great downtown neighbors. They are famous for chicken, everything chicken. Chicken sandwiches, chicken tenders, chicken fingers, chicken salads, chicken, you name it. I like quesadillas. Their, uh, quesadillas quesadillas. quesadillas oh, are my favorite. The uh, Salads are great, the uh, tater tots my
1: favorite. Tons side. of beers on tap, including uh, 313 Polish lager from uh, Grand River. Um, Dirty Bird's gonna be hopping. Get outside and hang out on that patio.
0: Big day uh, yesterday in high school sports. Uh, busy week all week in uh, high school sports. Yeah, let's
1: get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Check out their great oil change building. They'll get you in and out while you wait, relax, have some cookies, coffee, popcorn, and uh, they'll get you in and out. Very quick oil change at Extreme Dodge. Here's our scoreboard uh we had a lot let me get to golf first since we're looking at a little golf so the hanover horton invitational lumen christie won that jackson finished second hanover finished fourth um what a beautiful day for uh for a invitational over in uh baseball ida swept columbia central homer and concord split lumen christie and marshall split northwest and coldwater split Reading and Springport split. What do they call that? Kissing your sister, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, so- pretty much. something like that. I don't know. Are you allowed to say that anymore? No. Okay. Uh, Western beat Hastings, 15 to 12, and eight to two. On the softball side of things, Ida swept Columbia Central, and Grass Lake beat Napoleon. That was the big matchup. Grass Lake won four to one and seven to five, and they take over first place in the Rugged Cascades Conference. Exciting East, games. Yeah, exciting games. Full photo galleries on our website right now from those. Um, East Jackson, they swept Whitmore Lake 15-0 to and 26-11. There's some other scores there as well. Uh, girls Soccer, Lumen Christie beat Harper Crick 1-0 and Marshall 8, Western 0. And that's it. We've got some uh, on deck, we've got some, score, or we've got some uh, stuff happening today. We've got softball. We've got uh, Jackson at Celine Charlotte at Hanover Plymouth at Northwest. Jackson will host the JV Invitational. And then uh, Calderon is hosting the East Jackson Jamboree. So it should be a uh, great day. And then we've got some, uh, some girls regional tennis. And uh, Lumen Christie is hosting. So that's our uh, scoreboard on deck brought to you by Extreme Dodge and uh, great friends over there at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.
0: Today, we have a busy show who's
1: on it. Today, we have a very busy show. We're gonna get things started with John Denny, superintendent at Hanover Horton Schools after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewer at jtv.tv, JTV news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show on Saturday, May twenty-first at the American One Events Center at Keeley Park. It's the Bark and Brew. Bring your uh, furry loved ones down there. Have a uh, have some great beer and wine tastings, there'll be food, a doggy talent show, and a face only a mother could love. Bring your dogs down there and have a great day. And this event, will go to support our uh, homeless animals and uh, help the Jackson County Animal Shelter, Spay and Neuter Program. I felt like Bob Barker there a little bit by saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next on today's show, the superintendent at Hanover Horton School District, John Denny. Good morning, John. Good morning. It's, uh, it's winded down for you.
3: It's a sprint. It, it's a sprint to the finish. Uh, it's like a sprint at the end of a marathon. You know, it uh, piles up quick when you get into all the big events, and we had our prom on Saturday yeah. and graduation's within the next, next weekend, you know, going into Memorial Day, so wow. it's
0: coming quick. Plus, John's a parent. He's running yes. around uh, following his uh, daughter's uh, spring sports exploits. What's she participating in?
3: Well, she's dual sporting, track and soccer. Oh, wow. nice. So we had soccer Monday night, track last night, soccer again on Friday. So, yeah, it's been a,
0: uh, been a fun spring. John's also the parent of a proud, uh, proud parent of a uh, college graduate. His son, Evan, graduated in record speed from Concordia. Congratulations.
3: Thank you. Yeah, he, uh, you know, it was three years ago. His commencement was three years to the day of his last day at Hanover. Wow. Um, wow. So he celebrated his 21st birthday, being able to graduate, and uh, had a beautiful day. It was a little warm for him, but uh, it went great. I—it's hard. It was almost surreal sitting there watching him walk yeah. across that stage.
1: John, it feels like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it over and over, but it really does feel like yesterday that, um, you were uh, you know he was ha- having some leg problems and mm-hmm. you were in high school try- and trying to finish out uh, the high school career and and now here he is graduating getting ready to uh, kind of follow in the family footsteps which is education
3: yes it uh it's amazing as a principal i always used to tell the parents at freshman orientation you know hold on it's gonna go quick yeah and it's nice to know i wasn't being i wasn't giving bad advice to those mm-hmm. parents for all those years Uh, It really is. You blink your eyes and they're gone. And it's one of those, my, both of his grandmothers are teachers. My wife's a teacher. She's no longer in the classroom. but She's uh, an administrator for preschool programs in the area through Phoenix. And it's just one of those things where I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't supportive of the idea, but I wanted to make sure he knew what he was getting into back when he first started talking about it. But he's just... He's got that bug. He's, yeah. And I think he's going to be great.
1: Well, we need pe- people who are passionate about education, working in education. Absolutely.
0: So, um. I think one grandma is still subbing at East Jackson, isn't she? She doesn't t-
3: so much anymore. I think it's been a couple <laughs> years since she's, she uh, got in there. But uh, no, he, he's been around it. He knows the good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. And um, he, he had a great experience student teaching over at Western, the high school there. And nice. Has he applied
0: um, for a job at Hanover Horton Schools?
3: He can't um, there's <laughs> a little, those little nepotism clauses in the you know in the uh policy stuff, yeah, I think it'd be a little challenging to be well uh,
1: hopefully he uh he uh, stays in Jackson, but did you know you wanted to get into education when you were younger due to uh you know your family's history in education, or is this something that just kind of you fell into Well,
3: it was one of those I didn't realize till my uh high school graduation we were going through things, and I found out. I think you probably had the same book where it was, you know, a big old spiral bound. And you open it up and you could put the class composite picture and there's all all yeah. little notes to fill out. And first grade, I was going to be an astronaut, a pro baseball player, or a teacher. Yeah. So
1: hey, one of them worked.
3: That was, that was where I landed. Okay. But I knew going into high school that that was probably where I was going to end up. Uh, my mom didn't end up with her degree until I was a uh, sophomore in high school. Okay. Um, and it's just one of those things where just kinda, it's the right feel, it's the right fit, and you know, looking back, I can't imagine having done anything else.
1: Yeah, it's very cool. John, you brought a couple, uh, couple graphics with you. Um, yeah. Um, this is interesting.
3: I thought so. I that explain. it's one of those, this time of year, you hear everybody talk, you know, all the good sound bites of how there's record-setting funding going to education. Yep. And schools are spending too much, we're not doing enough with what we're getting. So, this takes what the actual per pupil foundation um, has been back to 2001. And I got onto a website that's inflationcalculatorusa.com mm-hmm. and put in for today's money. And you can look back at, you know, early 2000s there, we were getting today's equivalent well over what we're getting today. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you go back from 10 11 to now, we've been getting less and less money. Mm-hmm. And even now, you look at what the record-setting um, options are giving us now are less than what we got just last year.
1: I mean, the creativity, you really have to be within your district. I mean, yeah, teachers would like to be paid more money. You'd like to offer more programs. Um, it's, it's, really, uh, it's really difficult to, to bank that budget, isn't it?
3: Yeah. And, and here's one. You know, we talk teacher shortage, and everybody yeah. keeps hitting on that. And one of the things I hesitated when Evan said he wanted to go into teaching was dealing with pensions and retirements. And that was about the time that they revised the pension system quite a bit. So I went back and took, if a teacher started in 95, so you're getting right up in there, getting close to retirement now. Mm -hmm. You look at what the, you know, the foundation allowance increased from 95, you know, to now it's been able to increase that thousand dollars but you look at where the teacher would have started at step one in 95 where that number would be if we stayed with inflation versus where it is now top of this pay scale where it should be where it is now and then you go back down they would have topped off on our pay scale in 06 07 so that would be an almost $81,000 salary now our Mm -hmm. scale tops off at 73 and the other bit is in there is the added cost. They've added 20% of our health care, 3% more to retirement, and all these other added costs that are on mm-hmm. the teachers, to where in essence, the teacher has moved backwards since 06, when they hit the top of the scale.
1: Wow, right. and, and being asked to do more likely as well.
3: <laughs> A whole lot more. <laughs> the legislature
0: is actually uh, giving higher uh, percentage increases to um, universities, you know, 12 to 15% and mm-hmm. uh, regular public education is getting, as you saw, uh, just a fraction of that is And a increased.
3: lot of, there's, it's not real clear in the um, laws as far as what the school aid fund is for. Mm-hmm. Most people assume school aid fund is for K-12. Uh, I believe the number right now is between 600 or $640 per pupil in the state of Michigan that's going to higher ed. Hmm. You give schools an extra $600 a kid and you're not worrying about where class sizes are at. You're not worried about whether or not you can hire that extra counselor or you know, just all those different pieces that we had to cut through, you know, when you look back at that, from 06, 07 on down where we were making less and less, while costs go up, insurance right. goes up, retirement goes up. Um, it's, this is the first time in my career I've gone into a school year not looking at what I
1: had
0: to cut. Wow, that's good. Meanwhile, Michigan State University is buying a bunch of Teslas that they are going to allow staff to use on university business. Oh. So there's oh, good well, use of money. that's, you know. Yeah. Wow, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, I need a minute to process
1: that. Yes. Wow. Um, talk about your uh, AP program. You guys, have, uh, you guys have kids taking advantage of, you know able to have college credits before they even get there, and it's just amazing. The
3: we offer of- AP English every year. We offer an AP bio class. Um, but we've really put our focus into dual enrollment. Okay. That one of the things that's always bothered me with advanced placement courses, it's only any good to the student if they pass the test at a certain level. Certain,
1: or going to a certain school, correct?
3: And certain schools will only accept a five, which is the top score. And a couple of years ago, I was able to find a chart that showed the physics exam only has 6% of the kids nationwide score high enough for the University of Michigan to take that as a physics class. So you pass, it a, you pass it a three on the five scale and you get a credit. So you can go to, instead of your elective classes, they will substitute your AP, but then you gotta retake the class. So we went with dual enrollment where you earn that credit, you earn that credit. And when Evan's class graduated in 2019, we had a total of 28 students earning over 274 credits. Wow. And in the last four years, our students have averaged 300 completed past credits a year.
1: Wow. That's amazing.
3: And, you know, that's not a matter of hoping that the school accepts it, hoping that they take it. That is. Yeah you've earned that college credit
1: yeah that's very cool and uh, a big cost savings as well well it is yeah. for us
3: because I haven't got through in three years yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know and sad. that was he graduated with 27 credits and every one of them marked off a requirement with his program at Concordia yeah that's great so he had to take a, I think he took six credits in the summer and cool. got out a year early
1: very cool John thanks for uh, joining us today well thanks we for having it. me yeah good luck with uh, graduation and uh, all the end of year end of the year festivities
3: Absolutely. Thank you.
1: John Denny, Superintendent at Hanover Horton School District. We'll be right back after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by U.S. Staffing Agency, your complete employment specialist serving job seekers, employees, and employers. Their mission is to help develop communities by building relationships and connecting people. U.S. Staffing Thank you for helping us bring you today's show. Next on our show is Zoe Lyons, the Jackson Director of the Michigan Department and Health. Of health and human services. How are you? Great. How I are you? Gonna, It'll come out. So It'll much, get so there. So many letters and things that I have to say. Sometimes I mess it up. Yeah. But Zoe Lyons is here. How are you? Good. 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 So we just had John Denny on, and. Um, we talk about schools a lot. Yeah. You guys are involved in the schools, probably more so than people think. What is your involvement?
4: Yeah, we, so we have um, a, a program called Pathways to Potential. Okay. We shorten it to P2P, because more initials are great, right? <laughs> um, and they are, uh, they're workers in my office. They're caseworkers. So uh, if they were in my office, they would have a food assistance and Medicaid type caseload. Um, but we uh, worked with the schools the schools got to interview and choose which worker fit for them Um, And they're they actually are in the schools. So instead of sitting in my office, they're sitting at the schools and um, and one of the main uh, focuses really started on helping schools with um, attendance Oh, right. because attendance you know what are the barriers to kids getting to school on time and and my workers would do things like um, purchase alarm clocks for families mm-hmm. or um, talk to them about transportation if there was something that was um, needed in terms of transportation and then um, and then the other thing is since they're seated at the school when the parents come in to see teachers, they can also see their caseworker and get anything taken care of on their case that they need. So it mm. keeps them from having to come to our downtown office. And um, you know, the other thing that schools are always wanting is parent engagement. Yeah. So how do we get parents to you know, want to be at our schools or um, kind of need to be? So yeah. Very, very cool program.
0: Mm-hmm. A million, uh, 100,000 kids stopped going to school. And haven't come back in the United States. Oh That's goodness. a lot of kids. That and is a yeah.
1: lot of kids. You know yeah. you think um, you know think of people or kids you know that miss a, just a week even how hard it is. Um, mm-hmm. We really have a gap to fill with, with some of these kids. Yeah
4: we do and early in the school year is really critical I mean, I think mm-hmm. all the superintendents would say you know we know in the first 30 days if there's gonna yeah. be somebody who struggles with attendance because you can tell if they're missing, you know, some of that in the first thirty days of school. It's, right. pr- it, I mean, I think the research shows that it continues throughout the year. Yeah. So early in the school year is really important. We have our, our folks at the schools, um, you know, it, doing all that stuff with the teachers before school mm-hmm. even starts as well.
0: What schools are you
4: in? Uh, so we are in uh, East Jackson. We have two in uh, Northwest. So we're in the Early L and the Upper L. We have, um, I think, three at JPS. So we have one at Hunt and they're mm-hmm. all year round. We have uh, one at the New Cascades and then uh, at Parkside. So um, if, if they're all still in the places they were, <laughs> it's so, hard to keep up yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're there to, to work with the schools and it's almost like a prevention sure. type position to help families get what mm-hmm. they need. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
0: We're still in the pandemic emergency, and MDHHS considers this still a state of emergency. Right. So there's some things that you're doing differently and there's some things that uh, have been put on hold. Right? Yes,
4: yes. So uh, so two of our, our biggest programs, our food assistance program and our Medicaid program, are, were um, largely affected by COVID and um, in a positive way, I would say. So our food assistance program, we gave, gave everyone additional benefits during the public health emergency. Um, and we've continued to do that sort of month by month. Um, and so we don't find out like we. I don't think we've even heard about May yet. So mm-hmm. April wasn't one of those months. Um, but we're looking for the public health emergency to end in July. So then some of those benefits will end. That extra food might end. Um, and the other thing that we did with Medicaid is we did not close any cases. So a public health emergency, everyone who possibly uh, needs in- insurance should have it. Okay. So everyone who was on Medicaid, uh, nobody, nobody's case closed, no okay. matter what. So every year, typically, we do a review. Okay. And sometimes a case would close. None of those cases closed. Wow. So when the public health emergency ends, we're gonna have a year of reviewing triple the cases so, that we would have oh, reviewed well, before. What will well, those
1: folks um, on Medicaid potentially need to be aware of? Well, the first thing
4: we want, to, want them to know is we want them to make sure their address is correct in our system. Okay. So they can go into, they can sign right in from their phone or a computer, they can come into our office and we have computers in our lobbies, make sure that their address is correct um, because they're gonna get paperwork. And if they don't get that paperwork because they have moved and they don't get it at the right address and it doesn't get turned in, their case will close. And so we want we want them to make sure they get everything that they need, get those papers turned in, and then um, hopefully their case will stay open. So There's still
0: um, a lot of uh, benefits available because of COVID that I think a lot of people don't know about, mm-hmm. and not necessarily from MDHHS, but federal government, FEMA, FEMA is paying for funerals for people yeah. who mm-hmm. passed away from COVID. And a lot of people don't even know that. So mm-hmm. uh, if you, you know, find out, you might be eligible for something you, you, you don't know about, but this would be a good place to find out. Yep.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, lots of our um, municipalities have received uh, COVID funds, ARP funds, and um, and they have plans in place for how to use them. Um, and there's likely some of those plans will fall through. So you just never know where, uh, where you can get assistance. And, it, and ask, you know, yeah. ask around. Great. Mm-hmm.
0: Appreciate all that you and your team are doing above and beyond. And thanks for coming in today.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Zoe Lyons is the director of the Jackson Office of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Next, we'll be talking about golf on The Morning Show. Stay tuned.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Today's show is brought to you by the Center for Family Health and get outside and get active. The days are getting warmer and that means it's a great time to get outside and get active. Did you know that exercising outdoors increases vitamin D production? I heard that. I heard that too, which helps improve our mood. You hear that? Boost our immune systems and more. Whether it's a stroll in the park, a round of golf on the course, or an hour in the garden, getting active does your body a lot of good. Be sure to enjoy these beautiful days. Go out and get active today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years.
0: Joining us now is the chair and uh, last year's division division (laughs) champion of the Tony Open, David Best. Hi, Dave. Hey, Bart. Hey, Andy, good (laughs) to see you this morning. This is the trophy you won last year, congratulations.
5: That's right. You gotta clarify, division. Champion yeah. they have different divisions
1: uh, People who didn't grow up playing golf if you win hardware and golf you hang on to <laughs> it no matter what Dave
5: well, after 15 years of trying It was nice to, to walk away with uh, with something
1: so this is the uh, This is the longest-running uh, Golf benefit in the United States for the American Cancer Society it so is. Did you know that part? Uh, I like the,
0: the trophy's got a, It's like a C shape for uh, Tony Consolino it, It's got a a
5: couple of different meanings uh, when they designed this. So you've got the four C's for hope, tradition, caring, and community. It's in the form of a golf swing, and it's, um, uh, of course, does have the C's for Tony Consolino. He's the the original founder of the uh, golf tournament.
0: This is last year's program? Yes. Yes, and in the program you have the list of past winners, and we are going to go way back uh-oh. to 1977 to see that the winners in the ladies' division were Julie Galbraith, Terry Hawley, Marge McGuire, oh, and I didn't Marianne Dunnegan. I did yes. not know that. That's wow. my mom. Yeah, this That's my mom. awesome.
1: Was there a trophy?
0: I don't know. She should have in one of these. They were probably not nice then. <laughs> I think that this was
5: designed a little bit later on. I mean the, yeah. the tournament has been around for 45 uh, huh? years. This yeah. is the 45th, wow. and, uh, 45th tournament. This so. is the
1: first time I knew this. David, talk about this tournament and uh, you know why it's why it's so special to you. You've been involved for uh, quite a long time and I know the game of golf has been uh, really important to, to your family here in town.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my mom, um was often on different uh, committees. She, she for, might be on she's that first, there as <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: Jackson Golf Hall of Famer, yeah.
5: So, correct, and, and also um, would pick various uh, golf committees to uh, run tournaments. I yeah. know she did one for the uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association yeah. for a while, and yeah. you just kind of pick a cause that is important to you. And when I moved back to town, um, my good friend, Rich Willicki, who still is very much involved, he's, he and Katina Lau are really yeah. the two straws that stir the drink for
0: right, this tournament. Right. Um, and best one in 1978. One year after my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh,
1: but yeah, like you said, I mean, what a, what a great event to be a part of in your hometown. And, um, you know, the amount of money raised is just enormous.
5: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great cause. Uh, we are able to donate funds to both the American Cancer Society and the Gale M. Jacobs Cancer Center uh, at Henry Ford Health. Hospital here in Jackson. I, yeah, Henry uh, Ford d-
1: Hospital. I've been, I've been uh, butchering that a little bit, too. <laughs> uh, I've gotten to play in this event. It's uh, what I would call a, a prestigious event. It's, uh, it's just always a, a great day. There's just a feeling. Would you agree there's a feeling that day of uh, just good things happening?
5: Well, because I think everybody understands and everybody is touched in some way, whether it's a, a mother, brother. Um, right cousin who is, is fighting cancer, and it's, it's really a celebration in, in a lot of ways because of the advances that have been made. Right. I mean, the, 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 the cures that uh, have been made, and, and the, um, it's a celebration of, of life and hope, really.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, uh, this is their, their main event of the year, and yeah. for some, a fashion show, uh, like Matt Farrell. <laughs> yeah
1: Matt always uh, always uh, dresses up there's some
5: uh,
0: there's, there's team Casey Casey uh,
5: Narkowitz who uh, this is a while ago but Casey was one of our survivor speakers and that's uh, okay. Casey's parents uh, Kelly and Larry Narkowitz nice. uh, the, that are being shown as the division one cha- that was a okay. championship division where nice. last year Very nice. uh, and uh, it's fun to see uh, Casey here is on the back of our program and this year we're going to put Casey's picture up he's got full head of hair, like a, dominating the hockey rink. And so, cool. you know, it, it just shows the uh, case being a cancer survivor. It shows yeah. the, the, the funds being raised are being used in an important that's for great. families. Especially, like the North especially
1: able to see that here, right here in our own backyard. Can you uh, still sign up? Are there spots available?
5: There are. Uh, there's a few spots. Okay. What we, we, we try to do is to make sure that everybody has an enjoyable time on the golf course, so we don't want to pack it. The country club always does a, a great job, but um, we, we usually try and limit it to about 40 teams, and we are okay. at 36 right now, so uh, certainly there's some team sponsorships that are available. There's also sponsorships for some of our special uh, Straightest Drive uh, closest to the pin events. Cool. So there are some sponsorships available uh, if anybody wants to uh, Still be involved. We'd love to see you uh, out at the country club on June 6th uh, And if you can't be there certainly give a call and we've got par sponsorships birdie sponsorships um, That we're, we're always willing to take calls and, and mm-hmm. take funds to support the cause.
1: Yeah, it's a, a great event. Yeah, Dave, Dave, you and I see each other on Saturday and Sunday mornings, not on the golf course. How's your golf game?
5: Well, I've played four holes uh, with my eight-year-old okay. about a month ago, and then I played nine holes with my 10-year-old uh, just this past weekend. Perfect. So that's the extent, you know, we're yeah. usually seeing each other at sporting events, uh, yeah. crossing one way or the yeah, other. The, so.
1: uh, the dad time isn't, uh, isn't as often as it used to be. So that's why we have to get out and play in these great events. Absolutely. So looking forward to it.
0: Oh, one of the things that I think is, uh, so cool about the Tony open is over the years it has honored, like Casey, people who have um, been battling cancer. Uh, it's been a way that this community can support them with, uh, funds. Uh, and other support, but also honor the fight that uh, these cancer survivors uh, uh, go through, including Tony Consolino, who did uh, work so hard for so many years to raise millions and uh, eventually succumbed to cancer. But each year you have people that um, are honored and you even have honorary chair people that um, get celebrated as well. Do you have an honorary chair this year?
5: Uh, we do. We've selected an honorary chair. Yes, just yesterday we had our a, 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 a one of our meetings, and but they haven't okay, accepted yet. So I don't want to reveal. Last year we we honored uh, uh, Kyle Hockley because uh, Kyle's always been out there and oh, yeah. donating his time. So you know, yes, we we definitely want to honor our volunteers uh, and our longtime supporters. So um, it's great. It's a great day for the community.
0: And Kyle Hockley. Uh, picture this. Kyle's birthday
1: was the other day too, so happy birthday to yes. Kyle. So.
0: Yeah, and Kyle and Kyle gives and gives and gives to um, all these organizations, including uh, the Tony Open. Mm-hmm. And so. he's
1: and he's not one to tell you all about it either. He just mm-hmm. does does his thing. So. You
0: know, you're talking about hanging out with uh, Dave. Dave and I go way back. Um, Dave, Dave had a senior pictures taken by me in this very room. David coached me in football, so <laughs> how about that? How about that? So, yeah. Do we have so, one of those pictures? We, I think we have pick, the person.
1: No, no we definitely don't. sure. We don't. We don't. No, no, we don't. don't. <laughs> I mean, it's from 50 years ago. <laughs> we definitely don't.
0: All right, so hope for, hope for a beautiful day yes. uh, and raise a lot of money. Absolutely. We've been fortunate with the weather. Knock on wood uh, for many, many years. And congratulations to first-year women's champion Terry Hawley. Absolutely. <laughs> and second-year second year second year second women's, women's champion yeah. and best. I, I, don't <laughs> think,
1: uh, I don't think that is at the top of Anne's uh, win sheet as far
5: as history. Of,
1: it's not on the Hall of Fame plaque. I'll just say that. I,
5: I don't know if it made the Hall of Fame plaque, but um, I, know it's I, know I know that it was a good day for her. <laughs> <Yeah, it. absolutely. laughs> Any day on a golf course is a good day for my mom. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Thanks guys, appreciate
0: it. The uh, event chair of the 45th annual Tony Open, David Best. More in the morning show in a moment.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at JTV.tv jtv news that brings jackson together
0: welcome back to the morning show uh here's some news your mom will be distressed about
1: is that about uh, people magazine oh
0: people magazine under its new owner barry diller uh, may not have a print edition any longer what yes after 48 years it's rumored according to uh page six that people could be getting the ax and just be an online only and uh, no more fixture at the grocery uh, checkout. And how else are we gonna find out about the Kardashians? Well, you can watch their new show on Hulu.
1: (laughs) I'm really like Kanye West now.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now, um, this is not confirmed, it's just rumors. Uh, The People Magazine people say no, that's not gonna happen. But it's not the uh, number one magazine uh, by circulation each week anymore. AARP is number one now. Oh, really? Do you get that? It just comes I, I don't know it is weird history. and it comes to people who are in their 30s
1: And yeah. they they do a good job of making everyone feel old. You're almost out of your 30s The AARP folks. Yeah. Hey real quick um, There's time to sign up for the Algolik youth football camp and uh, please sign up for this camp if you have uh, Kids you do not want to miss this. This is the best deal in the history of the United States of America It's the best camp um, that a young child can go to. It really is just phenomenal. It's 15 bucks. If you can't afford it, call us. We will pay your entry for that camp. You don't want to miss it. Sign up. Visit Facebook.com slash Youth Football Camp.
0: We'll be there and look forward to seeing you. It's an awesome opportunity for kids. And uh, I'll be there. I'll be there.
1: Yeah, I'll be there as well. So uh, tomorrow we have athletic director at Spring Arbor University, Ryan Cottingham. and He has new women's basketball coach, John Williams. So I'm looking forward to uh, meeting John.
0: Great, great hire. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So uh, later today on your show, Jeff Beal will be with you, Corey Mays, Selena Taylor, and Doug Brinker. So stay tuned for your show and uh, stay out of the rain today.
0: Good luck with your haircut, your last haircut in your thirties today. Thanks for watching (laughs) and we'll see you later today. Oh, we could have done like fake cross.